Ready? Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro, Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and DIY werewolves to make inspirational projects. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hanging out in the Discord chat room. Welcome oh, to the oh, show. Oh. Thank you for joining us this morning. We'll give some shout-outs to everybody in the uh, in the chat room, and then we'll do the housekeeping, and then we'll jump into this week's project. We have uh, some CAD parts, um, some tips, some tricks, some LEDs, some tricks and treats. It's Halloween <laughs> today. No, next week. <laughs> We're very close to Halloween. It's the twentieth tomorrow. Sorry, the cold's getting to us. The yeah, it's cold today. Cold. Woo! Mm -hmm. Spooky. Anyway, hello everybody. Welcome to the show. Give Pedro a moment to uh, paste all the links and stuff. And then uh, I'll run through housekeeping and then we'll circle back to the shout outs. Does that sound fair? All right. Kicking off the show with uh, the freebies. Head on over to freeadafruitcom slash free. You'll see all the details that are going on this week. We have, if you spend $99 or more, you get a half size from a proto. For orders that are $149 or more, you get the half size from a proto plus a KB2040. That's a great keyboard driver. And for orders that are $200 or more, you'll get the KB2040, the Half Size Pro Proto, and free ground shipping UPS from UPS in the continental US only. For orders that are $299 or more, you get the free ground shipping, the KB2040, the Perma Proto Half Size Breadboard PCB, and the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. So check that out. Go to afruit.com slash free for all the details. Head over to jobs.adafruit.com if you're in the market for a new gig. If you are someone looking to help you with your projects, you can do that as well. You can post up a job listing or you can post up your resume. There are some great ones this month, so check those out if you are interested. All right, it's um, Halloween month here at Adafruit. There's lots of blog posts, gift guides, and the like that are going out this week, this month. So check those out. Uh, I'm really liking the, uh, the Learn System bundles on the weekly. I see some great posts of some past Halloween projects. Really, really nice ones that I'm even impressed. I'm like, wow, that's a great one. Because this year, not every year we're able to make a really cool Halloween project, but there are some very nice ones in the backlog. So be sure to check this out. We give some shout outs to Paul Cutler for hosting the Circuit Python Show podcast. You can subscribe to that in any of your favorite podcasting services. Just search for Circuit Python. All right, I'm going to circle back to Tunnel View. Woo! Giving shout outs to everybody hanging out in all of the chat rooms. Good morning. Hey, Andy Calloway, Liz, Blitz City, the Good IY. morning, Liz. Paul Cutler. Good morning, Paul. Mike P. Rosin. Vince. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Modern Day. Mohit. 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 Projects Yo. in Dad's Garage. Good morning. Hey. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night to everybody hanging out all over the world. Let's go ahead and jump into Sweet. this week's project. Yeah, this week's project. All right, Pedro, so tell us about, uh, what do you want, the, the overhead <clears throat> first? Yeah, I think the overhead. Cool. Yeah, so last week we were talking about prototyping a soil sensor node using Whippersnapper. Uh, Brent and Lauren and team did a really good job of implementing a bunch of sensors that I needed for monitoring garden vitals. So uh, if we take a look on the inside here. 
All right, we got a snap over. fit case. So we got a snap fit case. It is water resistant, so you can mist all over. Definitely don't dunk it though, because yeah, that will. Immersion, <laughs> but, um, little spritz of water is fair. You've yeah. Been, uh, so I did test that out. Without... I was able to uh, have these two millimeter uh, holes in here because of I think the the texture on it, the way that the water tension when it falls on there, it doesn't go through the holes. Mm. So that's really cool. Nice little uh, like last minute eleventh hour type thing I was testing out, and it right. worked pretty good. Ventilation holes on the bottom here, and it is um, it's held up with a stake being the Stemma soil sensor. So, uh, this plops right into the ground. This is modeled after uh, some of the um, cellular, like, sort of uh, nodes that they have, oh, like, in for farms. Industrial farms. Industrial farms, yeah, that's the way that that's they do it. Inspired from. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll post a link if I can find it on yeah, there. Yeah, those are very expensive and very kind of built to last and withstand, but. Yep, comes with, like, a weekly subscription and all that. But if you're Ooh. using, like, you know, one or two, what is it up? Up to three devices on uh, Whippersnapper, Adafruit IO. Uh, uh, it's kind of free. Uh, isn't it just one device? I think it's one, yeah. One device, 10 feeds. Mm -hmm. So you could test free. that out if you want to go ahead and play with that. But we got a bunch of sensors on here. Yeah. And it made a nice little nest of these using the new Stemma uh, passive hub. So we can connect a lot more. Uh, it's mostly because the Stemma Soil sensor doesn't have a, another Stemma uh, connector mm. a lot of the breakout boards that have stemma have you know two ports you mm -hmm. can connect one in yeah. and then uh, ha continue to daisy chain them mm. the still sensor one does not so we have to use the hub on here and i'm using quite a bit of sensors on here so i'd run out of them or of i'd run out of ports quickly uh, mm. so we have two additional ones here so i could stick like two more um breakouts in there so what we got here is the like i said the hub the a light sensor so you can sort of monitor that see if you're getting the appropriate light levels and then on the um Sorensen, uh scd30 we have co2 we have humidity temperature and then another new addition the uh, lc709203 <laughs> the battery gauge monitor so you can monitor the uh, when it's time to change out your battery which is down here we have a nice little mesh here, so any of the um, so you can any of the air can go through here, and you can get accurate readings on the bottom here. You can see that it is a 66 milliamp hour app battery, and that lasts. What was I saying? It lasted two days and 40 minutes is what I was able to get out of this. So 40 plus hours. Yeah. Wow. And that's with no deep sleep. <laughs> with no deep sleep. Yeah. Correct. So, so that's, we are going to make. Coming, it's in the works. Yeah, so when deep sleep comes, I'm going to make another version of this where it's nice and slimmer because some of the smaller plants, I can't really fit this over. Mm. All the ones that, uh, the examples that we're using in the video, they're all pretty big plants. So it, you know, size comparison, the ratio, it, it kind of works out. So I'll make an updated, smaller, slimmer one once we get that deep sleep going. But for now, uh, this works pretty well. I have it going like uh, every minute is it's grabbing a feed, uh, but you can have it up to like, you know, 30 seconds down up to like you know, like two hours or more to uh, sort of get like a smoother graph of what uh, the sensors are picking up in the environment. Cool. So uh, I don't know what else we can cover on this. Uh, snap together fit, uh, fit snap fit uh, <laughs> snap fit uh, mount for the cutie pie, and then everything else is screwed on, so it's nice and secure. Um, yeah, nice way to make a self-contained little sensor node, soil sensor node. Making battery-powered cutie pie um, can go in one or two different ways. Do you want to show how you're using a battery on the cutie pie? 
Yeah, so we saw this really good technique from um, is it Deborah from, Deborah from uh, Geek Mom yeah, Projects. She Geek. made a really cool um, this USB C to a JST. Yeah. So you can kind of see if I can. So it gives take you the five volt power that you need. Exactly. Um, you could do a BFF battery friend lipo charger that adds a lot of extra thickness. That much more girth. thicker. Yeah. Because it's designed to like fit on the bottom of it. And so then it just makes it thicker, and then your snap fit bit won't really work as well. No, it does. I have. I, yeah, I know. I, del- but it's I designed very one. Thick. So it's it's the thickness and and then the um, usability. Where am I going to charge this? Am I going to stick another battery in there? Do I have to make a port that is now not watertight oh, sure, to yeah, recharge yeah. it? So it doesn't make sense to add the right. BFF on there so for that. So a real quick way to make a uh, battery-powered Cutie Pie project is to get one of these USB-C connectors. We do have these in the shop. And just wire it up to a JST connector. Yeah, the only thing it doesn't have is the shell, but uh, I guess you could. she uses uh, hot glue. Oh, right. And that uh, pretties yeah. it up with uh, some glitter. Uh, you could use heat shrink as well as another yeah. option. Yeah, Tape, really good way. Whatever you like. Exactly. So yeah, let's go ahead and right. take a look at a dashboard. Take a look right. at some of the data that's coming in from this. Before I forget, we've reached a milestone with Whippersnapper. Over 1,000 devices. Ooh. Yeah, 1,000 Whippersnapper devices. I think we are about 10 of those. Okay, uh, 10%. Of <laughs> I mean, we're 10%. in the we're in the uh, the graphic there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is a huge achievement. Um, shout out to the whole team, Brent, spearheading the Whippersnapper team and it's Adafruit IO. Freaking amazing. Um, this uh, is a thousand registered devices. Uh, people are using it, and we're glad to uh, keep uh, hammering at it. So, mm-hmm. uh, congrats to the whole team and uh, everybody out there who's been using Whippersnapper. We really appreciate you guys uh, using it. It's a uh, really quick. Andy Kelly is asking, "How about putting a solar panel atop?" I've been testing that, but yep. because we don't have deep sleep, yeah, the, there's a lot of things you use up more than you're sleep. able than you're able to actually right. charge. Right, we pitched it to Lamar, and she was like, "Not yet." Yeah, so it is uh, coming. It's in the works. We've tried it. Yeah, I really wish it worked right now. Okay, but it does not. You're, yet. you're making you're hurting people's <laughs> feelings. <laughs> oh, I mean, I have one over there. I can show you the. I can show you the. Um, how is it? Right, is let's not get judging. out of this power portal. <laughs> We're stuck in the pie portal. Let's, get let's out go to the here. dashboards. Here we are. We're in the dashboard. So this is monitoring my crystallium, and therium. And here we have it's cold out. Well, it's colder outside of a tent. This is Fahrenheit now. Cool. Yeah, no, no, this is Fahrenheit. Great. Really good uh, point to bring up. We now have the support. I think we mentioned this a couple weeks before for Fahrenheit yeah. and Celsius. Mm-hmm. So I'm to look at the numbers and be oh, like, yeah. okay, I understand so what that is. So this icon means temperature. What's this one? That humidity? is for the humidity. Kind of low right now. And then we have the battery oh, percentage yeah. on there. 13. So I need to go out there and change that out real quick. Okay. And then this is over time, a chart of humidity. Yep, over time. So you can see um, what happened. What do you mean? Oh, no, yeah, what, what's going like, on? What's yeah, going like on? how yeah. did the. Uh, so, yeah, is, is it getting enough humidity? Is the, um, the, the, the moisture in the soil, because I can't keep watering it, you can't overwater these plants, mm. you have to like let them dry out. Um, and then the CO2 levels, a really nice thing to have in there to see if they have enough uh, CO2 to make, you know. Do some oh, great. This is opposite. You need more CO2. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Bad for humans, but good for plants. <laughs> okay. And uh, there's device a couple. Yeah, page. you can go to the devices and check out the uh, VGI, which is this one right here. You can see right now inside the room uh, what the settings for these are, or what the data that's reading right now. 85 degrees. That's Fahrenheit. so good thing you brought that up. So you, if you scroll a little bit more, you can see the difference between the... Um, 
what the board is reading and what the Stemoso sensor on the outside of the case is reading. Okay. So a little bit of a difference. So you yeah. can just get you know as accurate as you can with the with what is inside the soil. So you get more accurate reading of what the temperature of the plant actually is instead of what the board is giving off. That's why I have both of those in there. And if you go to the little cog wheel, that'll see us on there just so we can see what that is for our international folks. No, just click the, uh, oh, here it is. enable it, do a little drop down for every minute. So it immediately gives you a reading, update, update the component, and then bam, right there, you can see it's 30. Okay, cool, oh, so you can use both uh, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool that you're able to do that. And then, um, forget which one, I think one of the bathroom ones has like the light sensor. There's still uh, um, some- You want me to move? Uh, yeah. Go to one of the bathrooms. You can see like the just what the the light sensor is doing. And uh, where is it? There you go. The TSL, the TSL 25, okay. 91. And if you go to the graph, you can see how that is all going. So you can use this oh, for. Remotely. I know this one. It's because it I There's have the length of it. Yeah. Uh, for the date. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of track of where the sun is, and uh, you can see a slight uh, movement here as the Earth is tilting back. Um, we're getting a little bit less sun, so you can use this to figure out, oh, do I need to move my plant to sit like the, the south-facing window or the west-facing window or whatever, however you need to rearrange things that require some light. Cool, you can filter dates, so a date range if you have a lot of data like Vendor yeah. does. And here's the uh, part where you can like edit your uh, web hooks or add those in there or uh, make your feeds public, so you can like have this like on a site or something. Mm -hmm. or. You can download your data as well if you want to move it somewhere else. Yeah, so that's super cool. And uh, what else can we cover on this? I think the guide pretty much. Okay, right. Let's head over to the guide. And too much to this. It's really just the case and then um, the mount for sticking everything together. And this could be more than just you know the Stemma soil sensor. The the case and all that could be used for other um, you know other uh, what's IoT. It yeah, you know, there are IoT projects. things where you need to monitor vitals of an environment. So everything's in stock. The yeah, surprisingly, S2 great chip from Espressive. They have good stock, and we're able to maintain. Uh, you know. Yeah, the stock reason stock. I love this one over the regular uh, ESP32 um, V2 is that it, USB is native on there, so you can drag and drop f uh, files over. Um, if you need, I think like I think the other one is dual core, the uh, ESP, the QDPI ESP32 V2, not S2, <laughs> okay. does uh, have like a dual core processor. I think it has more memory and RAM, um, but you would require the web uploader to you know mm -hmm. update your credentials for your uh, SSID or right. yeah, um, built-in spy flash is great. Yeah, because <laughs> it's literally it just loads like a hard drive. Cool. Stuff sensors in stock. It's only eight bucks. Yep, it's great. Got the hubs and all the various sensors are in stock. It's amazing. Yep. If um, when the code or support is added to a percent before the newest hub, that's not passive. That lets you add like two soil sensors yeah, onto it's a one. Multiplexer thing. Yeah, we'll uh, do another guide up on that. But for now, I'm using uh, the smaller passive hub. I like it because it's the same size as a lot of the breakouts, the uh, 0.7 inch mm -hmm. uh, size. So we're able to fit that inside uh, the mount a lot more compactly. All right. And then the battery gauge, super useful, like incredibly useful for being able to know when you need to change out your battery. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, light sensor, anything else you want to add on there, I will make a bigger mount so you can add even more sensors inside there.
right. And then a couple of the uh, Stemma cables. Um, just make sure that when you're trying to figure out how many cables you need, you include the cable that goes from the cutie pie into the Stemma. <laughs> so I didn't order the enough. Stemma hub, yeah. To Stemma hub, yes. <laughs> the hub didn't come with any cables, right? I did not know. Okay. I gotta get those. Yeah, just get your cables. Make sure you get like one more than you think you need. Yes. Stock up on those cables, they're in stock. Yep, and then we're just using like uh, the M two point five millimeter by five M two point five by five millimeter long screws. Yeah, to the metal ones. Mount everything yeah, don't together. Don't use plastic ones. You're gonna tap some yeah. plastic. You're gonna mess up the plastic on plastic. Exactly. All right, ready to move. Moving on to the circuit diagram. You can see how everything is connected here. But if you have a different arrangement, whoa, did not load up. It's just Safari. It's a ah, there it is. It's a piece of kit. <laughs> You can see the way that I arrange these, but based on your different sensors or your needs, you can figure out which way to actually connect, like what order to um, plug these uh, into the hub. Mm -hmm. So whatever is like the shortest distance, I guess. And then um, if you go over to the overhead, you can see how I'm actually... A lot of these cables, um, you can plan like putting them underneath the board mm -hmm. or right here, like between boards. So you can have a little bit more of a cleaner uh, sure. coiled layout, how exactly how you want, uh, yeah. based on your project's uh, needs. It seems like most of the, these two have the same mounting hole dimensions, so mm -hmm. you can move them around. Yeah, you, you can the move them around. Be more on the left. Yeah, so the reason that uh, the reason these are arranged this way is so that we're not covering up the light sensor. So ah, you always got to keep that in mind. Yeah, so that's why the cool. SCD30 is at the bottom. So we we moved away from it and we'll talk about we'll talk it through it is um, let's say you want this thing to be secured in this case i was like oh add some tabs here but as soon as you do that then you're you're, you're blocking ah. the clearance for your yeah. battery to fit in exactly so then you're looking at something a little bit more complicated so that's mm -hmm. why we didn't add tabs and this yeah. can free float fine because guess what the plant's not moving <laughs> yeah and you're not shaking and rocking so exactly. you really have to think about design features don't just design tabs and just go and make everything secure yeah this I almost is a good did. example of it doesn't need to be. I almost added tabs to the size of these, but as you can see, it's just a uh, little groove that press fits in. Yeah. And uh, I think I mentioned it last week, got an idea from just one of our containers that we like put bread mm -hmm. in. And it's like the exact yeah, same they design. Yeah, lip and mm -hmm. that helps as a, a way to seal it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. One good stuff. Okay. Let's go to printing up the case. You need some supports, I think, for the bracket. Yeah, the bracket does because it's double-sided. There's no way to sort of, you know, orient it in any way where it's not going to need the supports. So supports have... are great these days, though. So yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I I have it already arranged, but if it comes in all funky, it's with uh, the uh, the screw mounts pointing down. <laughs> okay. And then the tabs for the stainless steel sensor, those are also pointing. I mean, you can see it in the, in the photo there. Mm -hmm. The only thing you got to do is for the uh, soil case roof, uh, which is, you know, the separator between the battery and the rest of the components. Oh, it's like a mesh, yeah. Zero. Yeah, zero top and bottom for the layers and 50% uh, gyroid infill yeah, for that. that. So you can it's let uh, air flow through. Mm -hmm. And then supports, the same supports I always talk about. With the... Um, uh, just giving it enough uh, offset so it's not fusing together. Okay. And then the skirts, um, line count eight, so that everything is sort of, you Doesn't know. Doesn't look like a skirt. Holding it. Oh, crap, you're right. Brim. It's a brim. <laughs> can we edit that? Yeah, we can. <laughs> edit page. Skirts, brim. brims. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Brim. And you, what do you, 
anyone call it something else? I can't do this on Safari. I'll it's do it. just unusable. By the way, don't use Safari. <laughs> uh, I think I can do it. Forema. There you go. Cool. I helped. I contributed. And that just helps keep all of the pieces together so it doesn't get flung off the uh, build, pay build plate. Yeah, there's some, yeah, especially helps with the supports. Because when it starts off, it's just, you know, circles. <laughs> yep. All right. Anything else here? Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Just uh, the brim to hold everything together and supports. And then the soil case roofing. No top and bottom for that. Okay. Skim through real quick. See if anybody has a question. Nope, we're all good. Thumbs up. Now I'm looking at the, uh, the YouTube. Some questions are but not related to mm -hmm. this, so I'll get back we'll get to back those. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, set up some uh, whippersnapper. How do you install whippersnapper on the cutie pie board? Yeah, so it's literally drag and drop. Drag It'll and drop. Uh, do a little uh, web-based wizard. So yeah. you'll type in what uh, device you have. Wig. WYSIWYG. WYSIWYG. In this case, we're doing the other two. Yep. You, it'll take you right through there to get the firmware that you download. Um, you double click on, for the S2 anyway, mm. click on the reset button. It'll go into the boot loader for that. Yeah. Loads up as a hard drive. I'll say cutie pie boot. You drag and drop that guy over. And as soon as it's done copying, pretty much done. All you gotta do is set up your uh, secrets file. That's a little JSON file that just has your access, your Wi-Fi access point and then your password mm -hmm. and account for uh, Adafruit IO. Cool. This has happened over a thousand times now, which is cool. All right, and then actually building your dashboard. Your dashboard? Yeah. If you scroll down, it'll just give you through um, how to actually set all that up. Have cool. some nice GIFs, GIFs to through it, show you adding the components. components. Cool. And this is up to you folks, like what you're gonna, what what sensors you want to add, and based on how the you want to support it. Yeah. How much? Uh, how soon you want to get a reading? Yeah. Which are there? Being so many added, you just did a batch of the, the 3D ones for all the new mm -hmm. ones going in. I have so another batch to do. There is a, they're always cool. being added. Okay. So that's it in a nutshell, really. Mm -hmm. um, Moving on to assembly. We're going to start off with the Stemma soil sensor. We have a nice little case for that, uh, really to um, help you when you are putting inside the soil so it doesn't go all the way in. And then it's covering up a lot of the components with a little vent hole, too, so you can still get some readings through that. And those are snap fit together. That's one of the only snap fit parts on there. Other than the top lid. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that is uh, once you plug in the cable that is threaded to the through the bottom of the uh, main case. Cool. There's two mounting tabs to secure the case to the bottom of the exactly case. <laughs> once that is done, there are some um, little raised uh, like raised chamfer along the side so that the wires don't get kinked. So make sure that you um, place the wire like in between those two and then place the battery right on top and then uh, put it to one side um, and then put the um, the flooring on there. Mm -hmm. Or roof, sorry. I don't want to keep calling it flooring. Separator? Separator. Divider. Yeah, divider. Battery divider. <laughs> <laughs> and there is one, one of the corners is shorter to allow the cables to pass through. And uh, in the same spot? Uh, yeah, it's just like one scroll up. You can see there it's uh, you're facing it'll be like the left side But if you want you can change that up if it the orientation um, Is uh, different than what you need for your project Okay. And then it's uh, in um, Moving on to mounting up the cutie pie. That's uh, the same snap fit corners. So 
place it in like at an angle. Mm -hmm. Slightly flex it so that the clips exactly. go underneath the PCB. Yeah, Over the PCB. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because do that first. Because otherwise, oh, if right. the boards aren't then on there, you're not able to flex it anymore. Okay. So do that first, and then uh, mount all of the other ones. Screws. And, uh, these are all just M25, mm -hmm. M2.5 by 5 millimeter long. Yep. You can uh, arrange those. Just make sure that the stem ports are all in the correct uh, orientation to make the the wiring you know as short as you can, and oh, right. so you're not coiling so much wire. All right. You build this thing. Moving on to the battery gauge. Uh, first, you got to set up your USB C connector, like we were saying before. Shout out to uh, Geek Mom for figuring out how to do a really nice tiny connector. There's a. Uh... Ground and bolts and symbols on the PCB. You just mm -hmm. barely make them out, but they're there. Yep. For uh, positive and negative. Yeah. Ground voltage. And we just clipped off a uh, JST extension cable. Uh, mm -hmm. Measured how long I needed to be. We also carry ones that are pre-tinned. Exactly. And stuff yeah. Like that, so you can use mm -hmm. that one. We didn't have as many, so I mm -hmm. used the extensions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. I use them a lot. And then uh, yeah, wire everything up. Connect the battery gauge. Yeah. And then that's pretty much it. Just place it inside. Make sure all the coils are nicely wired so they're not covering any sensor that needs to see light. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's pretty much it. Place it in there, in your uh, your soil, and there you go. I like this translucent. You can kind of make out the it's, LED lights that exactly. are the status LEDs. They can still shine through. Yeah, the translucency was for the light sensor. We get some sort of light coming through. So... It just makes all the lights green. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. You can put it in a different clear pigment. Mm -hmm. Like clear. Yeah. yeah. Double clear. And of course, change around your, uh, your uh, the color of your um, uh, case just so you can uh, be able to identify them or mm -hmm. write it on there. Because we have four of these set up and I only know it by memory which is which. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Cool. Nice, yeah. compact soil sensor First node. First soil sensing whippersnapper project so yep very yeah. handy was able to see last night sensors. i think it dropped down to like the 50s and then you can see on the dashboard inside of the tent it got down to like 65 which is like i think the lowest that the plants can go on which one climate crystal uh the crystal lime all right here's our dashboard are we looking at temperature yeah you can see there that it drops at like right at one? three yeah 3 a.m. is when it gets like the coldest. Oh, you see the gradual slope. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like 66, 65. That's like right at the border of so cold. what a, a jungle plant can uh, handle. <laughs> a jungle plant? Oh, it's humidity. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Any questions, folks? All right, super cool. Would it work if you extended a an A call to the sensor? It would. That's how I was uh, using these for the longest time. So yeah, that definitely works. The The whole thing here was just, you know, combining it all into mm. one. Otherwise, that's exactly what I was going to do until Brent was like, no, let's do this way, which mm. is, uh, for me, a little bit more less things hanging out, you know, by the right. plant because, you know, I got to miss these guys. And sure, fully I would have to take them out, move them out of the way so that uh, the boards yeah. don't get fried. Mm. Yeah, that's a good thing to think about. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you can do that, yeah. That's what I was doing with the... For until Justin. until the uh, battery gauge was added to Whippersnapper, that's what I was doing. Because you just plug in the uh, USB battery. And then, uh, let's see, on Twitch, Facebook, just checking all the comments. Mm -hmm. 
people want to uh, check out that hipster ghost. <laughs> All right, let's check the. Let's move on to what, what are we prototyping? Yeah, so Halloween's Among Us. Uh, we were tasked with the idea of making uh, some updates, some new shapes for these neon-like NeoPixel strips. These are great. Um, they're skinny and they're flexible. And what we've been doing is making uh, different. 3D printed uh, signs that have little grooves, little channels, where you can just simply press fit the strip into create these shapes. Um, what we're doing differently here though is we have uh, two different strips that are being controlled individually on different pins, different GPIO pins, so that we can separate the animations using CircuitPython and the LED animation library. You can uh, do sequential or grouped and synchronized animations. So here you have the chasing LED animation that's doing the ghost outline, and then the eyes are just doing a blink. Um, so that's really cool. So let me let me show, that's just the demo video. I added some more animations, just kind of showcase um, the different ways and arrangements that you can do with the LED animation library. So we got the blink, this is doing the LED chase. And then we fade in where we're just animating this segment. This is just pulsing, you know, white. And you have complete control over the colors. You have lots of different um, stock animations you can play around with. Um, you have the pulse, you have chase, rainbows, sparkle, comet. This is comet right here that's coming back and forth. You have full control over like the tail, the spacing, the speed. Um, the period of how long it dwells for fading. Very, very nice. It's hard to see the colors in the oh. overhead. They look so vivid, Dude, but they're washed stand. out here. It looks like look real neon, um, except having that heat and the... Yeah, know, it looks even worse on this camera. Like the wow, color is yeah. completely washed out. But it looks very vivid. You have full control, like I said, over the colors That's and stuff. Beautiful. Um, so the way uh, you're able to... You've done a guide page where you um, clip away a little bit of the sheathing to reveal oh, yeah. uh, the pads. And there's a little particular on how to splice these. Mm. Every three pixels yeah. is a uh, is a channel. And you can almost kind of see. Um, and you're splicing just the top of it too. So there you're not going all the way through. There you can, there you can just about make out where um, the strip you're allowed to kind of cut. And you're also allowed to splice into those pads. Um, here is an example of not having access to it. So uh, you just have to be careful with that. Uh, but we'll cover all that in the guide. I'm working on a couple different shapes. So we have the hipster ghost, which could also be a mask, I guess, if you design it in some sort of way. That it is a, interesting. It's a pretty good costume. Right, this is a costume. Maybe you can make a mask out <laughs> of it. Um, and then we have uh, Phil B, our residential werewolf. Um, had the idea of making uh, a, a werewolf with the moon so the moon will have its own animation and the werewolf nice. will maybe pulsing or something oh. uh, but this was a very difficult shape to do because of the very sharp edges mm. uh, one of the yeah. things i realized is you really have to be careful with your uh, bend radius i think you could cut those and then have like you could a, i don't want to yeah. it's a lot of work yeah. because you have to it totally is if you cut it here guess what that might not be the cut point you can't just cut anywhere you want with these strips. You have Good to be point. very particular because yeah. you will mess up your strips. And I have. And it hurts. <laughs> it hurts because it takes a while to get a shipment of new ones in. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it's exactly like, oh, right. Dude. We only have like 60 left in stock, so everyone's going to buy them up. But look, there's the werewolf. 
I also have, um, what other design do I have? Uh, a Grim Reaper, which is a cute little Grim Reaper. I think I'm going to do Frankenstein. And I also have these like vampire lips, kind of like the Rocky Horror Picture Show lips, but with like vampire teeth. Um, so those are all options, but it's uh, been fun to uh, kind of create these shapes in Fusion because uh, you have to think about, like I said, the, the limitations of these strips. You can't just make any old shape, <laughs> which I wish you could. Uh, so that is what we're prototyping. This will be next week's project. A little late to the game with Halloween. No. But that's uh, how it is. Is it Halloween on next week? Monday? Next week, be. Monday? Yeah. it'll. You'll have three days. Yeah. <laughs> These take about Four five days. hours, six hours, seven hours to print. They're pretty on your thing. big. It takes up the full bed. Yeah. It's a um, scale. 300 millimeters by 300 millimeters mm -hmm. is the max of our bed. So I reduced that down to 280 by 280 millimeters. Um, if you're looking at inches. That's about uh, 10, no, it's 11 inches. So when I'm designing, I always make a, a big sketch that gives me the idea of uh, the dimensions of my bed. And then I just try to keep within those bounds because um, that's the max bed uh, for these printers. It's uh, 300 by 300 millimeters. So that's uh, the, the hipster ghost. Fun, fun. And the uh, LED animation library is awesome. Um, all this is already documented in the LED animation. Get a uh, learn guide. <laughs> yeah. I thought we had a Lars emoji. Uh, Andy says, uh, make one of Lars. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny with his teeth and everything. Uh-huh. His real teeth. Yeah, it's been challenging, though, to, to, to make a shape, to come up with a shape that's, like, going to conform to this mm -hmm. limitation of being very bendy and curvy. Yeah, I like this one because it looks like the Snapchat logo with glasses on. Yeah, the snapshot look at his arms are a little bit more like this, kind of like he's trying to scare you. This one's more like, I want a hug. Give me a hug, that sort of thing. So he's like a friendly hipster ghost. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I like use it every day and I, it didn't dawn on me. That's funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I try to be a little bit different here with, uh, try to be a little bit asymmetrical. Yeah, I like the, uh, the waviness on it. Yeah. Man, it really washes out in the overhead. But it oh, looks well. so much better in real mm -hmm. life. It oh looks better God. over here. Like these, as you can see, these are our, the previous mm -hmm. shapes that we did. Mm, it's a little we did a cat, a lightning ball, and the blinka. Yeah, it looks all white in there, and it's all rainbow. Yeah, it looks, it looks beautiful, beautiful colors. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So let me uh, go to the learn, uh, not the learn guide, but uh, the neon strip. Uh, I type in neon skin and bam right there neon skin uh that's the search term oh, product skinny. id 4310 <laughs> it's very hard to capture this on camera as you can see even in here it's, it's difficult to see the vibrance of the colors but boy are they vibrant um yeah and that's where you can see the cutoff right there on the side of the strip um yeah we've used it in a few projects Pedro, you did a lego sign where you 3D printed some Lego clips to hold it, and then we also have some Mickey ears. Um, so those are a couple of other ideas and stuff with these uh, neon strips. Very, very fun. A meter long. It's a so thousand good. millimeters. So, ah, oh, yeah, thousand millimeters. <laughs> oh boy. All right, and that's uh, what we're prototyping. Let's move on to a shop talk. If you go to the Adafruit CAD parts, You'll see we got a lot of commits this week. 
So um, last week, the latest one we had was the Metro M4. This week, we have all of these, all of these. And uh, what I did was I uh, grabbed all the screenshots from all the boards and uh, threw them in iMovie, Apple's software thing, and it automatically generated, AI generated, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just a, a gallery of these screenshots. So these are all the different boards that have been added this week to the Adafruit Cat Parts uh, GitHub repo. We have a slew of accelerometers. Uh, we have that new uh, Stemo multiplexer. multiplexer. We have a Feather OLED. We have a Feather, or not a Feather, a, a TFT display. We have the Adafruit Ada Logger, Blast of the Past 32U4. Uh, the Vimal 7700 light sensor was added. The Beano 055 was added, like the breakout and mm. also the Stemo breakout version of it. Nice. Uh, do, 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 the three uh, LIS three MDL feather wing accelerometer, hmm. the LIS three MDL accelerometer, and the Ada logger with the RTC. So it has that coin cell thing, and then this high current um, sensor, DC high current sensor. So check those out. Those are all um, in nice. the GitHub parts repo. Was this request from Brent? Sure. Everybody requests. Ah, okay. I was gonna say. Oh I've been God, all that is from a lot in. of people on the team, which is great. Nice. Um, feel free to keep adding your requests. Yep. Just one thing, uh, one caveat. Just try to uh, segment your requests so one issue per part helps me mm. out because a lot of times don't not a lot of times all. I've had one where yeah. a, a person was uh, they submitted like one issue but with like four parts. Oh yeah. And I just have to keep going back to that same issue. So don't do that. Just give me. One part, one, one issue. That, that'll help me out. Um, so shout out to everybody who's been uh, submitting, requesting. <laughs> All right, and that's uh, Shop Talk. Ooh. All right. Um, community makes. Every week, we find a part designed from the community, and we 3D print it. This week, failed. <laughs> no, it, it works after it a while. After a while. <laughs> People really like, we were getting really good comments on like, hey, if Adafruit fails, that means it's okay too. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, all the time. Um, yeah some of the times uh, the when I don't include the fail, it's because like the camera didn't capture it. But, oh, okay. Uh, well, you try to capture as much as you can. So these are little flying ghosts. They're like finger puppets, but you could also print them big. And uh, I'm scratching my head. <laughs> Perfect for the kids, because oh, cool. then you can do the... Yeah, ghost on ghost action. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Goes into art. Very nice sculpture. I think it looks like. A, yeah, it's a. Like, I don't know how uh, I would make cloth this. simulation. That's in, what in, I was uh, about to say. Yeah. In Blender, you can do mm -hmm. some cloth simulations. Exactly. You ever yeah. seen the movie The Frighteners? Oh yeah. The uh, the VFX and Chill YouTube live stream. Mm -hmm. They redid that effect in Blender. Wow. Was it Blender? No, it was Cinema 4D. Huh. And they're using like, you know, all the cool new simulations cloth simulations to make a it's exactly cool what this effect. looks like like they had like a basic shape down and they just laid the cloth on top mm -hmm. let it drape around mm -hmm. and then froze the, that, the time over, uh, the fall off and the gravity exactly and yeah that so that's a i don't know how to do that in maya but this is uh, really good T tutorials are out there my friend yeah they're all out there very cool with free open source software yeah like and it, it kind of looks like it's flying um you could put like a little coin cell and a uv led inside there and give it a little glow um, did I bring that up? Here is the Thingiverse post. Oh, there's a uh, couple of Narna. different. Narna posted these up. They're called Very Little Squeaky Ghosts. Yeah, a couple of different. Great vendors here. Um, position, uh, angles, positions. 
You can like see, yeah. Uh, it gets its own, like, graphical mm-hmm. treatment. Ah, oh, Grace Very Rundell, nice. mini scenery. Just reading it out loud. Mm-hmm. So a variety of different ones, right? Different poses. Yeah. I like the flying one, of course, because it oh, looks yeah. like it's flying. <laughs> I was going to put, like, some string on it and have it float around, but ran out of time. Cool. Lots of people making them, apparently. Looks is like this, it. like, a whole, like, kit? Oh wow! October I release. did not click through to that. Oh, if you're Patreon, let's see, you can get access ah, to all okay. the goodies. Oh wow, yeah, it's a good thing to support. I love that house. Yeah, that's very cool. They make a whole complete set. Huh. Some some makes from the other folks. Getting some really good photos. Put throw an LED in there yeah. underneath. That's really great. That is beautiful for doing a little uh, Halloween setup. Cool. Or like I said before, finger puppet. Yeah. <laughs> if it an index video. finger, I love the actually all of really, them. Really big one. And like put it next to, uh, put it outside. Yeah, put it outside. That'd be fun. Cool. All right, we have some more uh, community makes. So let's run through those. These were sent to us, and sometimes I find them, like on Instagram. Here we have one on Instagram. This was posted by Instagram user the one and only M I R. Looks like they remade. Um, Terrico, which is this uh, guardian robot character from the video game series Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda. Which finally, Breath of the Wild 2 coming out next year. January, did they say? Or no. March? Maybe. This is great. It's got a little mi- micro servo, um, a teensy, uh, itsy bitsy. Oh, I have it in the other room. I was going to um, grab it. A NeoPixel ring? Or no, just an LED? It's a single, yeah. Yeah, it's a, a NeoPixel ring, actually. Well, their build has a NeoPixel ring. Actually, no, you're right. It is a ring. Yeah, it's in there. <laughs> there it is. Now a little magnet to keep it taut. And uh, yeah, so this is a great little build. You can build your own Terrico. Very good uh, paint paint job. I was going to say, the weathering looks really good. Yeah. And uh, did he put the magnets on the bottom too so you could shoulder mount him? Mm, hard to tell. Yeah, it's right on the bottom of the... Yeah. Hard to Maybe. See. Yeah. Anywho, the option cool. is there. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> if you want to wear them around. All right, next up we have one posted up on Thingiverse. Wait, I already have tabs. Yeah, this is a unicorn horn. This was posted up by Cell Freak on Thingiverse. They printed the unicorn horn in PLA, green PLA. Cool, and there's a video, I guess, of the time lapse. Very cool. Looks like it's in mid-print. All right, next up we have uh, another make of the pumpkin skull. This thing is um, getting a lot of makes, Pedro, which is funny. Oh, we did that last year. Yeah. No, a couple no, years ago. A couple years <laughs> ago. Um, so Ivogen posted up their, their makes of it. They printed it out in this translucent orange and then added some of the, uh, some of the 10 millimeter LEDs. I think they're 10 millimeter. So yeah, looks great. And I think we have one last one here. This is the LED Skull Lantern remix that we did. And uh, Evil Resident posted this up on printables.com. It says, nice model. I added some hot glue in the eye sockets to diffuse the lights. Let's take a look. Yeah, looks hey. great. I like the hot glue. <laughs> looks good. Very cool. And that was posted up again by Evil Resident. So check that out. Those are this week's community makes, at least the ones that I saw that were sent to me. That's it. 
All right. It's posted. Cool. All right, I think that is it for the show. Yeah, a little bit earlier, which is nice. Give everybody hey. a nice break for lunch. Mm -hmm. And uh, do we want to talk about the products that were just added? Which ones? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, we got breaking news, folks. You guys ready for it? Uh, I usually we usually tell people to wait, keep mm -hmm. it in your cart until the um, check it out, folks. So the coupon code is available. I don't think they're gonna last that long. So yeah. if LED you've been filaments. if you've been waiting for the nudes, beep, beep, beep. go fill this up your carts. <laughs> All of the nudes are in stock right Woo. now. All of these can be yours Yay. for a low, low price of four fifty. Uh, the prices range for warm white. <laughs> blue ones are four fifty like, to seven fifty. You're getting sleepy. Wait, no, no, no. You're getting anxious. Yeah. <laughs> you want to purchase more LED filaments. I mean, they look so. So good. they're all in stock. There are more projects coming up with them. So yeah, as soon as we can get our hands on them, <laughs> we'll do some stuff. So yeah, these are in stock now, folks. Get them while they're hot. We appreciate everybody getting them from Adafruit. Remember, don't wait for the coupon code. Get yeah. them now. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else just to say. Yeah, I think that's they're, it. They're that's all. Stock. That's all we gotta say. They're 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 back. If you have if you signed up to get notified, hopefully you get notified today. But yeah, tonight we have Ask Engineer and Show and Tell. So it's time to close down the show. With that, we invite you to come on Show and Tell. I hope to see folks there. We'll be there tonight as well. We're gonna be hosted by um, Lamar and Phil. It's 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And then shortly after, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, we have Ask an Engineer, Full Hour of Lamar and Phil, Open Source Hardware News, New Products, Ion MPI, and more. So come on, show and tell. We'll see you there. John Park's Workshop is tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Fridays are Deep Dives with Tim, uh, Tim Foamy Guy every 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. I think Scott's coming back like a month or two, so yeah. yeah. I need it. New slide for Lair Belair. I completely forgot. This week I have a Lair oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so check it out. Oops. You've already seen it if you're into the Lair Belairs. Uh, from the Desk Lady Ada streams happen a little bit later now on Sundays, though. So you can watch those when they come. Earlier, though, like, you know, what is it? 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. So. I was like in bed. And the thing I completely missed it. Yeah. It's all great, though. Uh, not loser. Uh, Mondays is the CircuitPython weekly. You can check that out live on the Discord or catch it on the archive every Monday at 2 p.m. And then circle back to Wednesdays in the morning with me and Pedro every mm -hmm. Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. This is episode 300 and XXX. I, I forgot. <laughs> We're going to hit 400 someday. 78. 378. Okay, <laughs> I would haven't updated that though. So oh. we're probably at 380 or something. Whoops. So 20 more weeks and we'll be at 400. <laughs> I'll take a look at the playlist. Yeah. All right. And with all that said, don't forget to make a great make a day. Make a spooky day. <laughs> make a spooky day. All see right. You later we'll see you guys folks. tonight. Bye, everybody.